0: Bonjour, c'est Neil Hannon. Bienvenue dans le podcast The
1: Divine Comedy et la France. Épisode 4, une dame d'un certain âge. Quatrième et avant-dernier épisode de notre podcast, nous évoquons, je vous le rappelle, les nombreux liens entre la culture française et la musique de The Divine Comedy à l'occasion de la rétrospective pour les 30 ans du groupe, du 19 au 23 septembre à la Philharmonie de Paris. Dans cet épisode, il est question de deux des meilleurs albums de The Divine Comedy, « Absent Friends » publié en 2004 et « Victory of the Comic Muse » en 2006. À cette époque, il a fait suffisamment d'allers-retours en France pour connaître un peu mieux la chanson française, et notamment Serge Gainsbourg.
0: The only song we ever heard uh, in the British Isles by Serge Gainsbourg was uh, Je t'aime, moi non plus. Uh, which was just like this archetypal romantic French song which was kind of dirty. <laughs> you know? And uh, so it was played every Valentine's Day you know, but that was about it. And you, you heard it and you thought, that that's, uh, that's wonderful, but it sort of sounds a bit clichéd. But it's only clichéd because they used it so often for this one kind of meaning. Um, but, you know, I started to look into Gansberg more seriously in the 90s, and he's a fucking genius. Um, I'm not so keen on the sort of reggae period <laughs> from the, <laughs> yeah. the early 80s. That's not my scene. Yeah. Um, uh, in fact, you know, I, I really loved the sort of early stuff, the 50s stuff, la Javanessa uh, and things like that.
1: Mais à part Gainsbourg, quels sont les autres artistes français dont il a pu à l'occasion s'inspirer
0: From the chanson, you kind of go into the 60s stuff, the François Hardy and uh, Franz Gaule and Juliette Greco, um, and Jacques Dutronc. Hmm. I've, I've never really got along with Johnny Halliday, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not my scene. <laughs> and um, I'd always kind of ignored Michel Polnareff because I thought he looked like an idiot, but then I listened to some of his records and they're brilliant. <laughs>
1: Sur Victory of the Comic Muse, on trouve également cette chanson sublime intitulée A Lady of a Certain Age. Eh bien, à l'origine, il s'agissait d'une commande pour écrire un titre à l'attention de Jane Birkin, qui est certes anglaise, mais que l'on peut raisonnablement considérer comme appartenant à la chanson française.
0: I'm sure Jane Birkin would have been fine with singing a, a song like that. I just felt nervous about presenting her with something called A Lady of a Certain Age. It just sounds like this is a song that I'm giving to you uh, who, you know, she uh, is of a certain vintage. And, uh, yeah, I should have given it to her. I really should have. But um, as it happens, I did quite a good version, so I'm pretty happy. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, I... I have people like her to thank for sort of inspiring these ideas, really. Um, Without the idea that I was writing a song for Jane Birkin, I would have probably never have uh, come up with such a kind of rich, um, you know, uh, character-driven song. So uh, thank you, Jane. Back in the day you had been part of the smart set You'd holidayed with kings, dined out with starlets From London to New York, Capfera to Capri In perfume by Chanel and clothes by Givenchy You sipped Campari's with David and Peter at Noël's parties by Lake Geneva Scaling the dizzy heights of high society Armed only with a checkbook and a family tree You chase the sun around the cold azure Until the light of youth became obscure And left you on your own and in the shade, an English lady of a certain age. And if a nice young man would buy you a drink, he'd say with a conspiratorial wink, You wouldn't think that I was 63, and he'd say.
1: Cette chanson, A Lady of a Certain Age, était donc destinée à Jim Birkin. Mais selon Neil, l'inspiration pour la musique ne venait pas de Gainsbourg mais d'une autre grande figure française, Michel Legrand. Michel Legrand
0: is a very interesting sort of touchstone because he really sort of encapsulated the French kind of chord sequence that is so omnipresent in a lot of your country's music sort of pre-1980. <laughs> you can even find it cropping up in sort of electronic music and all sorts of things, but it's like a, the circle of fifths where um, you kind of go... So you- <laughs> so many songs in the french repertoire just go endlessly around the circle of is it's all very uh, i mean that was sort of born in the baroque sort of period kind of uh, it it's it's very sort of obvious in in all of that music and then it kind of gets subtly sort of entwined in in like saens And uh, Sati, Eric Sati, and you find it uh, sort of in a lot of his stuff. And then it comes back, but even more sort of juicy and and like lots of sevenths and uh, sort of colouring, jazz colouring in the the music of Michel Legrand and everybody else, but he did it best.
1: Un autre titre de Victory of the Comic Muse, The Plague, évoque dans un autre style la chanson française, mais plus précisément la chanson réaliste.
0: That's exactly the sort of uh, music that I love so much is uh, chanson réaliste. Um yes, exactly that that's what it is, it's the uh, PF Brel, you know, all the rest, Gainsbourg. I guess what I loved was the fact that, you know, these songs sort of contained a whole world in, you know, they actually talked about everything. And sometimes in quite a sort of symbolist way, you know, like uh, the the characters in them were like archetypes, not, not just sort of individuals, specific, specific individuals, but they... Were a kind of a person that summed up a, a certain type, of, a certain portion of humanity, and I, I loved all of that. And in the Plow, I was trying to sort of—it's like uh, Pilgrim's Progress or, or sort of uh, Dante's travels through the Inferno. It's like a a, a quest uh, kind of thing. And that sort of lyric has to be set against a big sort of orchestra, and it has to have that sort of jazz quartet plus accordion vibe. I just love it, you know, and I, I love I love the the idea that you could be in a little bar somewhere and we could start playing and we could play songs about everything about life at its grittiest. You know, and I suppose it's those sort of fantasies and dreams that keep my songs sounding the way they do, and it's largely to do with your your country. I fled the cities consumer malaise. I trekked through the wilderness for 14 days Till I found the guerrillas camped high in the hills I asked Comrade Diaz, whom should I kill? into town with a knife in my teeth, and I entered the home of the chief of police. I stood at his bedside, and I raised up my blade, but then I looked  «
1: « The Plough », extrait du concert de Divan Divine Comedy à la Philharmonie de Paris le 11 février 2015. C'est ainsi que s'achève ce quatrième épisode. Nous retrouverons bientôt Neil Hannon pour évoquer les deux derniers albums de cette rétrospective, « Bang of the Nightwood » et « Foreverland ».
0: the divine comedy est la France to be continued